Welcome back to Awaken Agile. Um, we've got a, a quick short fire mini project episode today. Uh, we talk about a scrum master who's new uh, and their relationship with their product owners who are also fairly, uh, fairly new to their role. So uh, let's get right into it. Here's the jingle. Good morning, Adam. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Jordan. How are you? I'm very well, thanks. How are you? Pretty good, thanks. That's the way. I've got no idea. You've got you've got the uh, you've got the goods for this morning, Adam. Uh, we haven't even talked about what we're going to talk about. All the goods, all the goodies, all the sweets, all the sugar. We don't eat sugar because that's bad for you. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. I'm a bit I'm a bit hyped, a bit amped today. I don't know why. I'm in, a, pumped. I'm, in a, I'm pumped. I'm amped. I just took my son to school and had to deal with deal with people who've uh, apparently have forgot how to drive and how to <laughs> how to use an indicator. And yeah, I'm just I'm just I'm sticking with the mantra: control what you can control. I can't control the fact that people can't expend, you know. A little bit of energy to turn on an indicator. Yeah. What I can control is thinking for them and thinking that dude's about to turn in front of me. Hmm. And they do. <laughs> That's what I can control. <laughs> How about you? Are you controlling the controllables now? Um, no, I, I vented to you earlier because <laughs> I took my vehicle to the mechanics expecting no more than the cost that I expected. And I, that did not meet my expectations mm. again. Yes, not not a happy customer. There. I'm going to make sure my son gets a mechanic apprenticeship <laughs> so that I don't have to worry about this ever again. Man, any mechanic, carpenter, builder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Something plumber. useful. Why don't we do something useful, Adam? Electrician. Yeah, let's do something useful. So let's check. I'll check in question. Here's, here's something useful. If you... And I was thinking about this today, this morning, early. All right. If you could go back to see the invention of something, what would what would you go back to see? Beer. The invention of beer, yeah, back in Mesopotamia or Egypt yeah. or whenever it was in, invented. Yeah, because I think about this. I think about who was the first human that, you know, rubbed two sticks together and created fire? Did that Did that actually happen? Or did a lightning strike hit and it put a tree on fire and humans mm. said, oh, let's, let's, let's save that. Let's put, put more water on that thing and keep that fire going. Mm-hmm. Who was the first dude or lady that said, you know, that milk that I just got out of that cow, let's shake that up a bit and see what happens and turn it into cream and then decide let's keep going and create butter. Who was the first person that thought of that? Yeah, well, the camera, right? Who thought about a camera? Like, yeah. how did, how did yeah. they work that out? Yeah. yeah, things like, you know, light bulbs kind of obvious, you know. We can't all walk around with candles all the time. Yeah. So let's invent something that replaces a candle. Um, but I kind of think, you know, who's the first person that decided, you know, 
I wonder what we can do with this milk stuff. Mm. Turn it into yogurt and then eat it. <laughs> Wait till it goes off and then we'll eat it. You can see like cavemen sitting around going, you eat it. No, you eat it. No, you... <laughs> you have thought about this question. I have. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm fascinated with, you know, who's the first dude that I'll eat that milk that's gone off. <laughs> Chunky lemon milk. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> anyway, that's courage. Uh, so today, I thought I'd share a little pro- little project. We th- we thought that the the project thing might be a little, you know, if we're working on a little mini project, why don't we share and then come back in time, mm. in the future to um. To talk about how that went mm-hmm. and so i thought i'd talk about it you know as a scrum master is quite new to an organization and they're uh they're dealing with uh product owners who maybe are new as well and don't quite fully understand that their role and what the scrum master can bring and so there's a bit of a conflict of you know expectation which is exactly what's 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 happening. What I'm coaching into at the moment. It's interesting, uh, you know. The, 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 as a as a line manager, the product owners were reaching out to their line manager, and their line manager was reaching out to me to say, "Hey, we've had some feedback, and and here's the feedback, and can you pass that on to the scrum master of the product owners?" And my immediate question was, "Well, have they talked to each other?" Have they spoken to each other, the Scrum Master and the product owners, or vice versa? To which the response was no. Red flag. <laughs> so I, I I had a catch up with the Scrum Master. And I, I, I just coached her and said, look, hey, um, she's new, so she's been observing. Right? And some of the feedback was she's been a bit quiet, not proactive. I'm like, okay, great. So I had a I had a catch up and I said, you've been observing. Um, How's that going? And she said, oh, I've got a list of things I think we can do, things we can improve. I'm like, that's fantastic. Have you taken that to the team yet and the product owner yet? Uh, no, but I'm going to do that this week. We've got to catch up, you know, this week and I'm going to do that. Yep. I'm like, okay, great, fantastic. Perfect. So this person had it in the plan. She was, mm. you know, she communicated to the team you know, I'm observing for a little while, I'll come with some improvements and I'll, I'll bring them back to you. And she was doing that. She was enacting her plan, but for some reason it didn't, hadn't resonated with the product owner. So um, we had that catch up and I thought, that's great. She's, she's got a plan. Then I caught up with the product owners. Some of the expectations kind of didn't gel with, with the Scrum Master. Their expectations were they should be, the Scrum Master should be creating the stories and the Scrum Master yeah. should be, maintaining Jira and the scrum master should be basically taking notes during meetings and being a secretary and, and all this sort of stuff. So stuff, expectation setting. So instead of trying to train the product owners there and then on, on what the relationship is between a scrum master and product owner, I kind of said, okay, that's great. I, I hear your feedback. Um, I've had a conversation with the Scrum Master, and here's the plan. Um, I suggest you have a chat and tell her your expectations so that it's out clear out 
and out in the open and you know each other's expectations and you know that that didn't go down too well because i think the expectation was that i would take the feedback and then deliver it and be the middleman right okay delivering the feedback yeah but that's not sustainable just 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 chat to each other and Mm. say look here i i would like you to do this and that and like so then i had another catch up with a scrum master and I, i said look my advice would be just just have a have an open conversation with the person and ask them what their expectations are. Maybe they're they're off the mark for a, a scrum master, but you're a smart person. You can you can figure out a way around that. To she she's building trust with the team, so the team trusts her. It's it's now about building that relationship with the product owner. So that's where we're at at the moment. Okay, good progress. I think so. Yeah, I think so. I think it's uh, my. Uh, my message to the product owners was, uh, you know, why don't you have a chat to the person? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that didn't 100%. go down so well because they're expecting maybe they're conflict averse, so they don't they're not they don't like conflict. Yeah. Um. So they they want someone else to deliver the feedback. No. Yeah. You work with this person daily. Have a chat and you know talk about expectations and roles and responsibilities and. Mm. so that's where we're at mm, that's very good yeah like that's one of our values as scrums right scrum values openness courage you know, those, those are two that come to mind and um yeah I, I think more and more so we've been working to uplift the um capability of, of scrum masters mm. I, I think our, our area needs to uh focus on product owners now yeah i i, I think that there's a common trend um that if if POs have stepped into a PO role with no training, then there is a preconception that it's a project management role or the scrum master doesn't do much. But you look at the scrum guide and the scrum master does twice, three times as much as the product owner in terms of responsibilities and accountabilities. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think I think product owner training is something that's often overlooked. Yep. Yeah. 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 I agree, and and also uh, just to, to riff on that a bit, also the relationship between the product owner and the scrum master is overlooked. Mm. You know, Why don't you explain that a bit more? The guys should be a team for the team. Yeah, yeah, hundred uh, percent. And that means yeah, sometimes one of you is the bad cop, sometimes one of you is the good cop, sometimes you're both a good cop, sometimes both a bad cop. But have a relationship good enough that you have that conversation before you go to the team about it. So, you know, as a scrum master, you know, the product owner may have worked really, really hard on the backlog and the team's just not engaging with estimating stories or, or, you know, asking good questions about what the work is uh, so that it can be planned out properly in the next sprint. Yeah, sometimes the scrum master has to pull out the whip and say, guys, product owner worked really hard on this. Let's show some respect and, and, and talk about the work. And vice versa, you can also protect the team if the scrum master is coming in. The scrum master, if the product owner is coming in and, and trying to get the team to do too much, or force them to work weekends, or just to get just to get a date, mm. a milestone completed. And fair enough, the team may turn around and say, "Yes, we want to work really hard. And we want to get that done." Mm. And that's that's fantastic if if they get it done, but also celebrate the fact. Yeah, and I think it can be a um, a fine line. The scrum master has a um, 
sometimes difficult responsibility to have that good relationship with the team and have that good relationship with the PO. And if the PO is not gelling well with the team and you have a really good relationship with the PO, then maybe the team will trust you a little bit less or vice versa. If the scrum master is favoring the team over the PO, then the PO will trust less. So there's, there's this fine line between the two that you need to really master. It's a, it's a balancing act. Yeah. Yeah, Definitely balancing act. You got to watch it. Yeah. Cause you totally should have a good relationship with the PO, but also be willing to, push back and, and butt heads yeah respectfully of course respectfully that's good mm. so what do cool. you think what are you expecting to see in the future then with that project with that experiment yeah so i, I think what's what's going to happen is this, the scrum master will do do some of the doing mm. not only will that um kind of show the product owner who maybe isn't as mature as a product owner that this person is is capable and and willing to help and and all that sort of thing, but also uh, the scrum master will be closer to the work and understand the work a bit better, uh, so that they can then ask um, more challenging probing questions uh, in the future. But what I, I'd like, I'd yeah, I'd like to see that team. You know, up until now, the product owner has been writing their stories. Yeah, I'd like to see that change in in, in the future. Yeah, is that clear with the scrum master? Is is the scrum master aligned? with that yeah so that's yeah, a goal I, I, then i said yeah so w- what we've agreed to is just for now um you know help the team with the stories and yeah. you know take that over from the product owner it'll help you because you'll be closer to the work you'll understand the work more yeah. but this this is not a forever thing yeah. this is for a sprint or two maybe yeah. and we'll, we'll see where it goes very good hmm. well we'll have to check in in a couple of weeks then well, maybe three or four, five, yeah, six. Yeah, see how we go. Yeah, Awesome. All right. Quick, short and sharp one today. Yeah. Uh, it's That's my fault because I had to, I'm now the, the school bus. <laughs> because and, um, half, half our kids are back at school and half aren't. And oh, yes. The school bus isn't running and, you know, in, in the great state of Victoria, Australia, the world, the universe. We, we have broken the record for most lockdown. Yeah, city we are. In the yeah. world. so we, we should be celebrating. We're the most lockdown city in the world. Yeah, used to be um, the most livable city in the world, didn't it? It used to used to be. That's something. <laughs> that's that's no more. I don't. I don't think we could. <laughs> however much money they paid to get that, I don't know. They probably stopped taking money now because mm. it's not true. <laughs> All right, uh, and a reminder for next week: we have a special guest. Can you do a sound effect, insert sound effect there? <laughs> Thanks, Adam. Uh, I can, I, yes. Very good. <laughs> Special guest, uh, James, and he's going to talk to us about resilience and the work he's done with resilience for his department, which is pretty exciting. I'm looking forward to we'll it. it. All right, shall we wrap it up? Let's do that. Thanks, Adam. Thanks for listening, everyone. Catch you next week. listening everyone we hope you got something out of that episode uh and if you're dealing with similar uh scenarios or you feel like the po's may need a bit of um 
training, why don't you shoot us an email and we'll see if we can help. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, furthermore, we haven't had a mailbag email in a little while, so that's looking a bit lonely. So be sure to shoot us any of your questions at awakenagile.gmail.com. And again, stay tuned next week because we have James Crumpton going to talk to us about resilience. Very important in these times. Thanks, everyone. Bye for now. We're going, oh, yeah. nice We're going for a super spreader pizza in the park. Oh, yeah. Uh, super spreader is the uh, AFL, is it? Oh, no, super spreader is everything, that says Dan. Everything, everything. You can come and play golf by yourself and take a piss on a tree and you're a super spreader. <laughs> because, <laughs> because that tree could have died, right, and uh, had been used for wood, firewood, and that smoke would have been transmitting COVID That's it. to yeah. the raccoons who yeah. then... Who then eat Crap the, in the forest. carrots? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> cockamamie stuff like that. What's that, Jimmy guy? Jimmy Giggle? The, yeah, yeah, is that the one that's like, I got the AstraZeneca. Oh, you got the Pfizer. <laughs> Man, my favorite character he does is the magpie. Have you seen him do the magpie? <laughs> oh gosh, he's like, hello. What's going on? He's like, his hat's flipped like back to front. And he's like, how you going? <laughs> like, I'm going to come swoop you. Oh, it's so true. Oh, jeez.